This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey everybody, today's episode is brought to you in part by Children's Hospital. Fridays at 11, Adult Swim takes you deep inside the heart and bowels of TV's most celebrated hospital for children, Children's Hospital, where malpractice makes perfect, where every surgery is a party and every party has a 50-50 chance of recovery, where complex and often unnecessary procedures are performed by the best-looking doctors money can buy, with a cast including Rob Corddry, Rob Hubel, Lake Bell, Ken Marino, Megan Mullally, Aaron Hayes, and Henry Winkler. Yes, Henry Winkler. When it comes to hospital comedy, Adult Swim has you covered up to 80% if you stay in plan. Watch Children's Hospital Fridays at 11 on Adult Swim. Enjoy the show. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not more than Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies. So 
Something on my prize bag is wet. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a bad thing or not. We're coming to you from the Nerd Melt Showroom at Meltdown Comics in Los Angeles on Sunday, January 17th, 2016, at 4:20-ish. I'm so excited that you guys are here. You don't like football? No. Tell the truth. <laughs> Let me see your name tags. All right, there's more than three. We're good. Uh, Doug's Plugs, San Antonio, Texas. I'm back after a long time of not being there. Uh, it's been a while, but I'll be back Saturday, January 30th at LOL Comedy Club at 420. And you know it's going to be fun because it's at LOL Comedy Club. And there's a two LOL minimum. And... Uh, and I've also got a couple of shows at the end of February at Fort Lauderdale at the Improv. Deets, dates, and links to all of my stuff is at uh, douglasmovies.com. Is anyone here doing the, uh, the DLM challenge? Yep. You are? How many have you watched so far? Uh, 17? You're watching one a day? Is that how you're doing it? Okay. Well, well good luck to you. She, she's only seen four, so you're kicking her ass. And uh, yeah, I threw this out to everybody, all the, all the people listening to Doug Loves Minis and uh, Doug Loves Movies, that uh, you, know, you should try to watch 366 movies this year, because it's leap year, so you have that extra one you gotta do. And uh, I'm also gonna do, I'm gonna watch Leap Year, I'm gonna do an interruption of Leap Year on February 29th <laughs> over at CineFamily, because that just feels too appropriate. And, uh, you know, it's, it was like doing Back to the Future Day last October. Uh, and, you know, that Leap Year comet's only gonna come around once every four years. So I'm gonna grab it and ride it. But 366 movies, and uh, hashtag 366 days, hashtag DLM challenge is what you want uh, to use for me to keep track of what you're doing. Uh, and then if you, uh, if you listen to Douglas Minis, you'll hear me uh, talking about everybody and what they're watching. It's fun. I'm excited about it. And I'm excited that I don't have to watch that many movies because I did 365 last year and I, I almost quit. I almost stopped watching movies altogether, but I'm back into it now that I saw Force Awakens the second time. <laughs> it reinvigorated me. And uh, this is sad. My, my Taylor Swift sunglasses broke. Aww. Yeah, but they come like in a really nice uh, carrying case. And they're probably fixable, but that's just not my jam. So, uh, so I'm giving them away today. <laughs> yeah, these as as seen on in I don't know about movies, but as seen on the internet, uh, my Taylor Swift classes. Also, from my extensive VHS collection, an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer called Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. I don't remember if that was a good one or not. Most of them are good. And then a uh, Gilmore Girls episode yeah. called Help Wanted. So both of those are in the bag. And, uh, oh, a couple of CDs. Uh, like a, a sampler CD from Diesel Clothing <laughs> Store. Like they give you that when you buy pants that are too expensive. And then, uh, now this, I don't even, I don't get this at all, but I have a CD. Uh, <laughs> It's labeled professional murder music. <laughs> and there's just three tracks and I just I assume it's just like scary sounding music 
for the murderer that likes to set up a scene. <laughs> and still in its uh, Christmas wrapping, because uh, I didn't have to fly it anywhere, a uh, Pokeball from our friends at uh, Pokeball. If you don't know what a Pokeball is, watch Getting Dug With High, and there's one on the table that we use uh, every episode. That's all the stuff I brought, but I've got three fantastic guests who brought even better stuff. Please give a big warm welcome to Dana Gould, Matt Besser, and Kumail Nanjiani. What, the coffee? Yeah, from yesterday. Oh yeah, you were there. Um, it is helping. You dragged like the Pete Holmes Award out of <laughs> Kumail by speaking to him from the front row. This looks like the worst episode of the dating game ever. No... It's 2016, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> the new dating game. It's bound to be an all-man version. Uh, four guys that are, oh, what the hell. Just for the, another TV appearance. Right. But uh, let's say hi to Kumail first, everybody. Kumail Najani's here. Hello. Hello, hello. It's like an episode of Petticoat Junction up here. It's like an episode of Don't Take the Daisies. What's that show? <laughs> Please don't pick the daisies. Huh? He's up here like Robert Morse. This is the worst production ever of 12 Angry Men. <laughs> Yeah, we each play three roles. Yeah, no, I think he's playing nine and then we're three. <laughs> my brain thinks my mouth is a radio. It can't stop. <laughs> That's Dana Gould, everybody. Dana. And with a new special on CISO, right? It's like that expression, see something, say something. Yeah, it's an anti-terrorism comedy network. Yeah. If you see something, so something. Yeah. If you see so, say so. Yeah. It's an embroidery. Tell everybody about it. Betsy it's a, Ross. Yeah, it's a sewing-based anti-terrorism. If you buy store-bought sweaters, the terrorists win. Yeah. Knit your own. Also, if you see something, sew something. <laughs> or it's just like it's just if you see something, so. <laughs> Something. The best response to 9-11 would have just been, we didn't like those buildings anyway. Just mindfuck them. Just totally mindfuck them. The, there's, we there's were about a lot to of... tear them down. Yeah. Thanks. You just saved us some money. Yeah. I and be like... <laughs> we, I want, we wanted to turn it into one tower all along. They would have torn off their turban and jumped up and down on it like Boss Hogg from Dukes of Hazzard. <laughs> I am not going to participate in this riff. <laughs> What'd you bring for the prize bag, Kumail? Okay, I brought a couple things. I brought a uh, Pied Piper from Silicon Valley. Yes. Nice. And um, I also brought <laughs> the Dothraki language learner. <laughs> Game of Thrones. These guys already know that language. <laughs> <laughs> Put this can't. on your bedroom shelf and turn your bedroom into Fort Panty Drop. <laughs> it, 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 has a, it has two CDs. <laughs> so they made up a language and they were like, one CD is not enough for all the lies we have. <laughs> so that's the two things I have. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Wow. 
Pass it down. I just, it's just funny to imagine someone learning Dothraki and, but not, not knowing an actual second language. Like, if you're gonna, you know what I mean? If it's somebody that already knows several, then okay, but... If it's your second language, yeah. you really, that's probably, yeah. I or so many other know. ones that'll come in handy these days. Yeah, if you only know enough Klingon to be a tourist. <laughs> I would also love it if they were also like racist and on their car they had a speak the fucking language or get the fuck out. But also they speak Dothraki. <laughs> I want to find the intersection of that guy. <laughs> Uh, Dana, what'd you bring for the bag? Um, keeping uh, keeping our uh, 70s theme going, I brought some records. I brought some vinyl LPs. A little vinyl, I like it. Big black CDs. Oh, Funhouse! That's a, my that's first a... CD, now on LP, Funhouse, soon to be on 8-track uh, and Edison Disc. <laughs> Edison Cylinder, I'm sorry, Edison Cylinder, thank you. That's, that's a great album. That's what Mrs. Edison said. And uh, my second one, let me... Was that a, an Edison dick joke? <laughs> yeah. yeah um, and this is uh, my second album entitled Let Me Put My Thoughts in You. <laughs> when is Did that album from, the second one? That's from, uh, that's the special that Bob Odenkirk directed... Oh, yeah, so it's recent. 2008, yeah. And those are, uh, those are 33 and a thirds. Thank you, Dana. With my VHSs my and speed. these... Yeah. I just, I'm so excited that people are gonna take these home and not be able to do anything with them. <laughs> you put them in a frame and then you learn how to say, would you like to see some cool shit in Dothraki? <laughs> and the next thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. <laughs> Is that another reference to a show I don't remember? <laughs> you don't really know that one? Beverly Hillbillies? No, I don't know there that. Were th- that one, everybody there knows there that. Were th- that was the least obscure of everything Dave has done so far. The other references were spin-offs of that reference. There were things that happened on the planet before you arrived that were quite interesting, believe it or not. I don't buy it. Something that that rhymes with Merldmore Moo, you might want to check out. It had some cultural impact. World War II? Before you were born. Yeah, not interested. Not interested. But Kumail, you know all the words to like the Brady Bunch song, right? No. Really? No. Okay, then you just don't know that stuff in general then. I don't know. It's just out there, you know? Yeah, the Gilligan's Island, that whole like realm of stuff. If you you grew up here, you would know all of those things. Hey, be less aggressive, Dana. If you were, and yeah, if, 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 if you were, if wishes were horses, yeah, right? I know. If you were the kind of person that was headed to heaven, you would know. Uh, no, we never the got good heaven. To, we, yeah, we didn't get old like. Well, my heaven has fucking virgins in it, dude. Because uh, we all know how great they are in bed. My heaven has thirty-five-year-old divorcees. They get after it. Trying to fuck a point across. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to fuck a point across. (laughs) Matt brought a whole stack of things for the uh, inclusion in the bag. I did. I have uh, the movie. They're trying to fuck away the last ten years. (laughs) I hear. That's okay. Uh, (laughs) It's freak dance plus my baseball card on that I put in there. Matt, thank you. And scripts to uh, movies that did punch-ups on, including The Revenant, The Martian, Spotlight, you know. <laughs> he Oscar walked wins. in one day and said to The Revenant people, I'm thinking a bear. Yeah. 
And then he walks like, with it. what if the only thing they're doing is moving pelts across the mountain? And then he walked into the spotlight writer's room and we're like, okay, this is gonna sound weird, but I think the priest should do something worse than just steal cars. <laughs> That damn ring I of made Boston car-stealing <laughs> priests. Uh, which one of these? Did you see any of these movies? I saw, Matt? I think all of them. All of them? No, I saw Revenant. Have you seen it yet? Yeah. Yeah. You know the part where... I uh, liked it a lot. He's, uh, he meets the friendly Pawnee Indian, and uh, they catch snowflakes. Pawnee, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was my idea to have you Pawnee. When they're catching snowflakes on their tongue, remember that one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my idea. That's fun. Yeah, that's probably the only light moment in the entire movie. I said, make snow angels too, make a snowman. They cut that part. Yeah, that's probably better for that movie, for that particular film. What was the uh, last movie you saw, Matt Besser? Uh, What was that? I've, I've been watching all the Oscar screeners, though. I did like The Martian. I did not think it was a comedy, though. <laughs> I saw it on you the weren't, You weren't like, oh, man, when China was like, we'll have help. You weren't like, oh, shit, they went there. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. I, I saw it at the New Beverly with a, on a double bill with the help, and I couldn't figure out the connective tissue until I realized poo eating. <laughs> the help and Martian have people eating helpings of poo. Right. Mm. Yeah. Let's see that. Huh? What in one on purpose? In help, they eat shit. Mm-hmm. The, they make whole, a, the whole. She makes a shit pie makes and makes, a, shit makes pie. a white lady. Right. Tricks a white lady eating a shit Which, pie. Which, by the way, spoiler alert. How, de- how dead? How dead are your taste buds? <laughs> yeah, well, you gotta, we gotta r- like run it around in your mouth for a while yeah. before you realize something's up. Yeah, it's a little weird that her nose didn't get involved. But I do remember. This fudge has corn in it. I do remember. <laughs> I watched it. I, I watched it after the Oscars and I was like, it's about a poo pie? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Was was that actually a double feature? No. No, but it could have been at the New Beverly because there was oh, a thematic consistency. You made up that that was a double feature. <laughs> yeah. I re- I was so buying it. I'm in SAG. Um, I can sell it. Yeah, that's right. The original title of the Martian was Poo Potatoes. Poo Potatoes. <laughs> That's Kumail, what's the, uh, I know yesterday you did a big uh, marathon of episodes of X-Files over at CineFamily here in Los Angeles. Sounds like that was a super fun event. Oh yeah, it was a blast. Before that though, the most did recent you see any movies? Actually, The Revenant was the most recent one I saw, but I saw... Big like, screen or screener? Screener. Um, but I saw Revenant and uh, Spotlight and Carol like in the same. Oh, like, so all at the same time. You were just sort of like, let's have a lot of fun. Yeah, lighthearted. Let's, <laughs> let's spend the next two days wallowing in joy. Yeah. A, when you when you watch frothy, the Revenant, a frothy romp. When you were watching the Revenant and uh, one of those uh, the screener and the for your consideration thing came up, did you think it was an Indian subtitle for a second? <laughs> <laughs> something one of them. You think saying, that that potty guy is saying for your consideration? <laughs> Do not copy. <laughs> 
That movie is fucking intense. It's so much to deal with. I just wish they gave him the Oscar halfway through the movie so he would just relax a little bit. Yeah, you got it already. I we thought get it. Point, Snow is cold. Yeah, I thought he was going to shit his own Academy Award halfway through the movie. And... I thought Tom Hardy was amazing in that. Yeah, movie. I was very uh, thrilled to see him pop up for a Best Supporting Actor because there was no talk about it happening. And can you? Then it can did. you? Can you really burn your throat closed? Is that a thing? What? Can you burn your throat closed? How, what, what do you and mean? And the revenant, when he drinks water, he and seals the water it up. Can, he seals his throat wound with gunpowder oh, and burns yeah. his own throat closed. Yeah, I bet you can. I hope there's some, there, there's some, there's some physics defying aspects to that movie. I don't know. The concept of infection doesn't seem to exist. In that well, movie. it's cauterizing. It's cauterizing the wound, right? So yeah. wouldn't it be the same as? I guess. Yeah. I well, just, I uh, happen to have an expert standing by. <laughs> Is Bill uh, Nye here tonight? <laughs> Who? Bill Nye the science guy. Oh, I thought you meant Bill Nye. No, Bill Nye. He's my favorite actor. science guy. He is he's, a great he's actor. My, he's my, he is my favorite actor in the whole wide world, Bill Nye. Mm -hmm. He's Bill amazing. Bill Nye the science guy. Yeah. <laughs> that was Matt Besser's joke. I just said it louder. <laughs> then it's yours. <laughs> He's amazing. What was the last movie you saw, Dana? Um, it my uh, well today on the plane I watched the original Assault on Precinct Thirteen, and then before that it was probably The Revenant. What? Why did you watch that movie on the plane? Uh, I haven't seen it, and uh, I like John Carpenter. Does it hold up? It does. It's great. And Austin Stoker, who's the lead, is fantastic in it. And I love that they tell a very elaborate story for a buck and a half. It's a very small, contained story, but it's a completely satisfying, mo completely satisfying movie. It did was John Carpenter's first Did you see movie. it when they remade it? No. It's, that wasn't good. Uh, you, can tell it's, it's, you can tell it's not going to be good. You know yeah. that small thing that worked good because it was small? We made it bigger. <laughs> good. Yeah. All right. What did you see last, Doug? Uh, yesterday I saw, I was in Seattle, so I went to the beautiful Cinerama Theater there, and I saw uh, Force Awakens again. Oh, yeah. And it was neat. They showed uh, the, the uh, Donald Duck cartoon, Donald Duck, Daffy Duck uh, cartoon, uh, Duck Dodgers in the 21st oh, century. Oh, awesome. And uh, a very funny cartoon. And uh, so it's fun to see that. And then fun to see Star Wars. And I tweeted, I've, I've officially forgiven George Lucas in my heart because he made some shitty movies. So what? He created this whole thing. So let's oh, give yeah. him credit for that and just walk away. Yeah, he did. You know? So you loved For Force Awakens. I, yeah. I just, it, it, like... I, seeing it the second time just enforced to me like I'm just always gonna love this movie. Yeah. Because when it when the music when the music sting comes on, it says Star Wars at the beginning. I I you know I feel that tingling uh, sensation, and then I you know I jerk off during the whole <laughs> all those stupid words in the sky. I don't care about that, so I jerk off really quick. Usually get one out before that's done, and then you see a big so spaceship. Sort of, sort of restore balance to the force before the yeah. movie starts. Yeah, I but love thinking of them as words in the skies. If they continue out into the universe, <laughs> yeah, It'd be cool. And halfway through the movie, a ship runs into the world. <laughs> That's uh, that must happen in Spaceballs. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. It's made out of glass. Yeah, probably. I kept waiting in this movie. I kept when they were in the sand dunes. I kept waiting for somebody to come by with a big uh, comb. A big comb. Yeah. Man, we ain't found shit. <laughs> 
Only funny line in that movie. Oh, shit. Whoa, you really threw that down hard. I just wanted to people, see how it would go. People love space. Here's one thing not heard in the, in the Spaceballs writer's room. You want to take a little bit more time with this one? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going with yogurt. We're going to call him yogurt. Dark, dark, dark helmet right out of the gate? Yeah, five minutes. <laughs> yeah it's dark it's helmet. A 20, it's a $200 million movie. Yeah. What if we took five minutes? Yeah, forces the Schwartz? Really? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Doesn't even sound like yeah. it. We don't have to write it all today. We have a whole week. <laughs> We could go back to this, Mel, yeah. after lunch. Yeah, I've, been, I've written scripts. I, you get a week at least. Dark helmet. Dark helmet. That's beautiful. Yogurt. Can't be topped. That's so cool. how many times have you seen Star Wars, Dana? I saw the new one twice. I saw you going into it. Yeah, I was walking out of right. some other thing. You're walking out of Michael, the Michael Moore movie. Oh, yeah. I like that. What's that one? Uh, Where to Invade Next. Right. And it's he goes to different countries and finds out these awesome things that they do and how they do it and then and then he says he's gonna steal it for America, <laughs> and it's stuff like college is free, and uh, everyone gets two weeks paid vacation no matter where they work in some country I forget which one, but doesn't um, sound like Merca. Yeah, exactly, uh, and it's very it's fascinating and, and also fun. It's on the lighter side of the uh, Michael Moore. Spectrum. So it's lighter than the one about school shootings. A little bit. It's a little bit lighter than that one. It's certainly lighter than Michael himself. It has... Spaceballs, too. <laughs> but yeah, I'm very much on board with uh, Star Wars moving forward. Oh, I didn't ask you. Kumail, have you, you, seen, have you seen it once? Yeah, I saw it once. Do you want to see it again or no? Oh, yeah, I totally see it again. I had a great time watching it. I'm not like, you know, I'm not... Star Wars is not a religion to me or anything. Like, I liked the original movies, but I wasn't like, I was like, if this one sucks, it's not gonna like ruin my life. So I didn't go in, and I'm not enlightened like that about everything. Like, uh, like Indiana Jones, I was upset that the new one wasn't good, but with this one, I didn't care, and I had a great time. Wait, wait, you didn't like the new? <laughs> Crystal I can't Skull. sustain that improv that long. <laughs> Am I bad that I enjoyed all seven of them so far? Like yes. I didn't love all of them, but I enjoyed you like elements Fanta of all of them. No. Phantom I, don't, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say that Phantom Menace is worse than a million Hitlers. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad, but, I, you know, if, so, if you can enjoy it, good for you. That's Thank what I you. say. And I, it just frustrates me. That's, what's, uh, that's what I love so much about this new movie is I was just like, this is exactly... It's if a, this had been the next movie, yeah. I would have never been unhappy. It's, it's a beautiful, delicious hamburger. And you don't have to really go overboard criticizing a hamburger. If it's bad, it's a bad hamburger. But it's, it's a hamburger. It is just, it's Star Wars. Not a religion, it's not your life. It's, it's a movie that's designed to be fun and entertaining. And as long as it satisfies that... Uh, yeah. I, I urge you to go on Twitter and say, Star Wars is just a movie, and see what happens. <laughs> I don't think Twitter is a place where people get obsessive about minutia. <laughs> uh, and X-Files is just a TV show. Yeah. I, CISO is no, just I have a... Stuff. I have don't stuff talk that about I have CISO. Stuff. <laughs> I have stuff that I love. When, when I walked out of Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes, I intentionally killed a homeless guy with my car. <laughs> I was not happy. Uh, oh, I'll tell you the last one I saw. And guess who missed him? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody missed him. I saw a more recent movie. I saw The Death of Superman Lives. Do you know that? It's a documentary. I was, I was watching it at home today. And just it had to stop to come over here. It's so interesting, right? It's it uh, Tim Burton and Nicolas Cage's Superman in like 98 that they were right. going to make. But they have like access to all like 
them he's wearing the outfit talking to Burton they're riffing and it seems like really it seemed cool it was like weird it's and positive. super original and weird it was so weird movie, do they talk about the movie they made instead uh, Superman Returns? No, the movie they made instead at Warner Brothers that year, they had b- enough money for they did. The Wild Wild West. Yes. The brilliant, <laughs> the brilliant idea. Oh, that's what, a if great we had, what if we had a, an African-American in the 1800s who works for the government? Well, in a way, they all did, but in a, in a, not in the way that you think. <laughs> did you think Will Smith was good in that, That was a great TV show, Dana? by the way. Yeah, it was. Did you think Will Smith was good in that, Dana? No, I... Daily truth! <laughs> get past the obvious sort of thing of like uh, there weren't a lot of happy African the amount of man hours in the 1800s the amount of man hours and expense that went into making it look like Kenneth Branagh doesn't have legs for that fucking stupid movie it was so awful but that's one of those movies on cable I will watch it for a while when it's on just cause I'm like I gotta just check in with this and remember if it's as awful as I always think it is. And you go, no, it is. It, it is, is because it's just, just it's one of those, it's like the remake of Lone Ma- Ranger when they tried to reboot yeah. that, where it's like, you've got to think of ways to make it spectacular within the time period. You can't just decide yeah. that yeah. there's going to be a big, gigantic, mechanical monster yeah, exactly. that this guy yeah. could somehow a create watch. when we're having trouble building a railroad. <laughs> well, they talk about that because the producer of Superman Lives uh, hired Kevin Smith and was like, I have three mandates for this movie. <laughs> Superman can't Which fly. Which he denied. <laughs> yeah, he denies it. But it was Superman can't fly. What was the n- next one? Uh, His costume can't be... Is this John Peters? Fuck, I can't remember. John Peters. The last one is he wants a giant spider. He was like, Superman Famous at the end lunatic. has to fight a giant spider. Yeah. And when the movie like went away, he made Wild Wild West. Right, yeah. <laughs> and there's a giant spider. Oh, they, never in the suit. Never oh, wearing the Superman suit. Yeah, he's never in the suit. He never Not a flies. new suit, but just not any but suit. Does not have a suit. He's just naked. <laughs> just walking around in jeans. Fighting a giant spider. <laughs> and it's funny. Because <laughs> they, they say, well, he made Wild Wild West, and he got his giant spider, and it cuts back to him talking to John Peters, and he's just like, I was really into spiders at the time. <laughs> like, he totally admits that he, he forced a spider into Wild Wild West. <laughs> He was a hair. He was a hair guy. He was Barbara's famously Barbara Streisand's hairstylist, and that's yeah. how he wore the Warren Beatty character in Shampoo is based, based on, on him. him. Yeah. He also went to Brainiac to uh, battle two polar bears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great. It's well, a, I should say. But, uh, but in their defense, they're polar bears made of small white spiders. <laughs> We've been talking to John Peters about him coming on Getting Doug with High. <laughs> And uh, yeah, because uh, but I'm also throwing that out there as a reason maybe why he's got such insane ideas <laughs> is because he does seem to be a pretty big uh, pot smoker. Yeah, and he also forgot the demands he made too because he denied yeah. them. He remembered the giant spider thing. Well, that guy, how many things have happened in his life? You know, There's like he has had a very, very complicated life. There's a very famous story of him because he produced the first Tim Burton Batman, mm-hmm. and that was, uh, and that. You know, that movie was famously hugely over budget and, and, and was just skyrocketing in the budget. And he somehow refused to pay for crew t-shirts. And just, it was like, it was like he'll, I'll give you $100 million for the effect we're not going to see, but I'm not paying $400 for crew t-shirts. No ice and craft services. Yeah, it was literally one of those things. And famously, Jack Nicholson said, you don't have to pay for the t-shirts, but if you do, I might just shut down. And you don't want that. Ooh. And then he was like, I'll pay for 
the t-shirts. Yeah, wow. Have, has anyone seen the Tim Burton Batman recently? I'm curious to see how that... It can't be good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got aspects to it that are probably still sort of work, but like that, the, the fact that it's over budget is crazy because it's not up on the screen. It's not a, you know, it's not a visually spectacular movie, really. For its time, for the time it was, it was the first time There's a, a comic book movie was dark. That's basically. By the way, but he's dancing the, around with a ghetto belly. Literally, dark. I'm, not, I'm, not, defending, I'm not defending the movie, but like that no, first I mean, shot just, of Gotham City in Tim Burton's Batman, you'd never seen anything like that in a superhero movie. Yeah, I up thought. Until that time. From what I remember, it looks cool. Look at the faces of your audience. Can I give you two words? Can I give you two words? Are they sad? Two words: Kim Basinger and Prince. That's why that movie's great. What are the two <laughs> words? None of the one of those is a word. No, Prince is a word. The other one's a name. There's four words. Okay. You guys want a bad dance? Yeah, exactly. That song. And he oh. shoots down a gun with a pistol. Shoots down a plane with a pistol. But it's a long barrel pistol. Yeah, it is. One of my favorite dumb things in that movie is is uh, Michael Keaton saving his hide by just putting a little metal plate in his <laughs> yeah. in his inside yeah. his suit. So that's exactly where the Joker shoots him. <laughs> Instead of right in your fucking face. I've been waiting for some movie to do that. We're like, make a big deal out of something going, I'm going to win, and then just get their whole head shot off. That would be neat. All right, so what was so. Where do you rank Star the new Force Awakens? Like, do you rank it as. Uh, uh, the third best. Third, yeah, yeah, that's about right. So you don't like Return of the Jedi? No. In fact, I, uh, Dan Weber and I wrote an article uh, called 50 Reasons Return of the Jedi Sucks. Uh, before the new movie, before that, uh, Lucas actually cited when he did the special editions where he goes, oh, I read all these articles about people who don't think the movies are any good, so I went back and fixed them and put in some tauntaun poo, which we really needed. Uh, I don't, uh, that movie is uh, risible. Is it really that bad? Yeah, with one exception. It's a trap! <laughs> I like the, I like, I like... The uh, Luke Darth Vader stuff is good, but everything else in that movie is, I think, just god awful. Um, is cinematic abortion too strong a term? Well, I was, that, when that one came out, is I it was. Is celluloid 9 11 too strong yeah. a term? Because Empire was so great, and then uh, when Jedi came out, I was like, uh, just clinging to the idea that it, you know, that it wasn't uh, as awful as you're saying it is. And I remember when that, when what you wrote came out, and like each point being true and also stinging, you know, because yeah. you, because you, you just don't want it to be Dredd. true, you know, you just don't want to yeah. give in to that. Uh, so then, when these prequels came along, I was plenty ready to to not like them anymore because I definitely. Jedi takes that awful turn where all those little fuzzy creatures are like celebrating and dancing and that, have a song. That's awful. You know, that, that's, that's my favorite part of all the movies. The effects are, <laughs> that's all, the effects are, the effects are terrible. The effects are terrible. And uh, just from a screen They don't look like party, real Ewoks. But just like there's, 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 green, there's green screen lines. There's just effects. There's green screen lines. There's grain that's different in the desert stuff. You can tell it's... Yeah, this it was like back look, in the 40s or whatever. But it doesn't look... But, it's, but they're better in Empire and Star Wars. The, the Tatooine looks much more real in Star Wars than, 
that in Return of the Jedi, I know this conversation is the leading cause of vaginal dryness, so I'll wrap it up. Um, two words, an another Death Star? That's three words I know. Well, really. that's in the new one, too. I agree, that's like, really? You There's another, stop. this plan does not work. Well, here's the deal. Here's the, the bad deal. guys have to have a, somewhere, they, they gotta, you know, it's like James Bond movies, they always have a lair, They're they always have to go in and, and blow up the lair. Here's the brilliance of this movie. They needed to reset the franchise so they can go make all of these other movies. And there hasn't been a good Star Wars movie, in my opinion, since 1980, really since 1983, <coughs> the view of most people, fine. So they have to reset it. So they make this film. The first act of this film is a remake of Star Wars. The second act Whoa. of this film is a remake of Empire. The third act of this film is a remake of Jedi. You get the entire original trilogy sort of repackaged for you, and it gives you a good clean start to go off into these uh, other movies. And the next one, Star Wars Goes Hawaiian, I'm very <laughs> I was just sort of taken by how there were no boring parts. I mean, there was in The Force Awakens. Like, I was just sort of like, this is really uh, tight, but also it felt like a couple, some things might be missing. Uh, what, yeah. what kind of nerd am I? What that? What kind of nerd am I? The things that I like: Star Wars, that Star was the Trek, from the X Files. Yeah. <laughs> the, the 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 franchises that I like, I I commit to and I like so much that I give them a break. That I, I look at them as sci-fi as the history of the future, not as something I can criticize. You can't criticize something that's happened or something that uh, will yeah, happen. I so I just completely buy into it. And well, I don't so want to hate it. So you can't be like, I didn't really like World War II. You're saying it like that. <laughs> to you, it's just a real thing that happened. Yeah, you can't criticize and say, it should have been better. It should have had a more interesting end. <laughs> Hitler should have lived. Let me ask, <laughs> let me ask you uh, a question, Matt. When... And, and Don, I'll answer and, it. Well, you can, all, well, you can all answer it, but I don't, I don't think you're old enough to answer it. But okay. I'll when, answer and he'll say When it, Han and Chewie ran onto the Falcon, uh -huh. I was hit with a palpable wave of melancholy. In this new one? Yes. Uh -huh. Because it was seeing, it was like I was 15 again. And like I'm seeing these actors and these roles on these sets in a movie, but I'm, it's like, it was, it was like that Twilight Zone episode, Walking Distance, where the adult man wanders into his own childhood and sees himself as a child. It was like I was so palpably close to my own childhood, but I wasn't there anymore. It's like, yes, but Han Solo looks like a shoe now. And I look like, and I look like a shoe now. I, just, I, I, I teared it, up. There was sadness. In the, in the new one, sadness. I teared up at every new, first just the words. Just yeah. the words, yeah. I teared up. Yeah. The second time I teared up is when they took the tarp off the Millennium Falcon. I I that was awesome. And my wife was sitting next to My wife. Didn't know that that was... <laughs> yeah. Did not know what that was. And I was oh. like... And I was like, oh. She's like, what is that I couldn't even. Yeah. The word. I was like, as soon as Ray was like, as soon as Ray was like, not that one. It's garbage. I was like, there it is. Yeah. No, it made me. Uh, there was. I did. I, I. I. I wept like a baby. But it's also. I didn't see my wife. They, I don't have my wife anymore. The amount of time that they. Uh, I did, but I don't. Anymore. What are fifty <laughs> reasons that you don't have a wife? Yeah. What? Can you list them? And do I they overlap with Return of the Jedi? I, I only. <laughs> Ewoks. Yeah. <laughs> Small. Yeah, I'm not worried, uh, Dana, about any woman listening to this who might be not interested in what we're talking about because yeah. there, there is no such thing. I know. If you're already listening to the Doug Loves Movies true. podcast, you're probably all right with a conversation about Star Wars. Sure. Uh, 
Especially, yeah, especially now that we're a little closer to it, the area where we can spoil things. Yeah. There's been some anger about this podcast in the last few weeks because... What have you spoiled? Uh, well, you know, just general stuff. But well, I don't... If you're a fan of I'm Star gonna, Wars and you haven't watched it. it yet, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but just got prison. So you're telling me that this is the first time that Han Solo has shot Chewbacca's bullcaster. Right. Well, let me let me ask. Uh, I've been asking this at the shows, and there's always a handful of people who here is excited to see Force Awakens, but hasn't yet. Oh. What, what's your, what have you been well, doing? Yeah. What what is going on in your life? What's a your human fucking... a human girl. What's your someone light a deal? cigarette? I'm gonna burn her with it. <laughs> How come you haven't seen it yet? I just haven't had the opportunity. Just hasn't had the opportunity. What? It only, what are you it's doing here? Every right hour, now. 24 oh, hours a day. Yeah, what? don't don't be, don't be here. <laughs> hey, oh, 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 oh. you haven't had the opportunity to see it. Yeah, You've I was been... sick when I was supposed to go see it with okay. my brother and my father. And uh, I'm, I'm not attacking the you. Sick card. <laughs> I'm just trying to get information. Don't don't feel under attack. It's just really weird how you're living your life. <laughs> She, that's okay true. That's right. true. She's all right with the fact that we are talking about yeah. it. Okay, and so she's not. She's not like fingers in her ears and going la 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 la. Right. This whole segment. La la so, la la la. Thank you for that. La 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 la. I bet you know a lot of the big stuff that happens in it. Have you not? I like, know one big thing that happens. What oh, is tell it? us what it is. <laughs> well, since I'm the only one that hasn't seen it, I won't spoil anything. Yeah. Say it. Well, if I say it, I feel like. Say it. Say it. Solo doesn't make it. Fuck you. I tried to, I tried to cut him off before which that is what inevitable I think, that's how, bit happened. That is how brave died? people behave. They're like, I'm very brave! <laughs> Why couldn't he have died in the crystal skull before he had to grab the rubber snake? <laughs> or on the golf course when he landed that plane. <laughs> Do you think he had an argument with JJ about wearing his like old man earring for this movie? <laughs> Dead. We just saw him fall from the bridge, right? He's dead as Kelsey's nuts. <laughs> Didn't he get Chewbacca's hurt? hilarious in this one too. Yeah, he's great. He makes me laugh. <laughs> I thought the bad guy was awesome. That was a great. Uh, Kylo Ren was great. Big fan. Yeah, it's fun. Sure. Yeah, he's like a good fun bad guy. Emo villain. Yeah. The I first like time I saw it, when he took off his mask and his hair was all beautiful. He looks like a hipster. Yeah. A guy in the audience started laughing and wouldn't stop for five. <laughs> Five solid minutes. This is like an opening day. And I almost got out of my seat and went over to confront the guy. Yeah, should have. He had decided but he to laugh. he was so tickled by it. <laughs> and just him. No one else was laughing at it. No one was I mean, laughing but you think him. about it. It's like a major bad guy, and you're face to face with him. He takes his mask off, and then it's the guy from Girls. Like, you'd be like, you? You're doing all this? Wow. That's funny. He hosted SNL last night, Adam, Adam Driver, and I thought he had a good presence in sketches just because he's just not he, completely right. He's got kind of a Nicolas Cage quality. Yeah, and he's or, so Fred, or Fred Gwynn quality. Yeah. <laughs> he's so intense, and I, he was great, I thought. Yep. Yeah, I thought he did a good job. Uh, we got to get to the part where I say, let the games begin. <laughs> 
Don't feel bad, we were just making fun of you. <laughs> for, in a fun way. And you'll get to see way. the wonderful Star Trek trailer. It's the best birthday gift ever. Oh, happy birthday. Now we're the assholes. But I also, I also knew the thing she was going to say was, wasn't going to be on mic. So I, I, I wasn't worried about the, uh, the listeners, but then... Uh, yeah, you should not have said the N-word. <laughs> the best part of the new movie, though. It is such a crazy moment where they say it. Yeah. I would have thought a bad guy in the movie would say it. Yeah, is Chewbacca says it's the only clear Luke, English Luke word has, he's ever said. Luke has one line of dialogue. <laughs> oh. It ends with please. Yeah, she kept holding up that fucking lightsaber and say something. I just don't think that I can say that line. No, it's good, Luke. Say it. But in Star Wars, I know we in the original Star Wars. One thing that's different from 1977 is you could never have the lead the lead role in a film be that fay in a movie. Like he's literally his lines like, "What kind of talk is that?" <laughs> Cheering up, saying, "Oh, he's terrible trouble, sir. I'll shut down for." What kind of talk is that? <laughs> he grow. He definitely grows into it. I'm worried about Han. All he cares about is money. <laughs> he was like good enough when that movie came out. Like Star Wars was yeah, so great like that it didn't awesome. bother him. I didn't yeah. hear from anybody ever saying that his acting was bad. And then now you look at it and it's not. It's not very it's good. Not, it, well, he's just incredibly uh, mincy. Which is just, he's just, I don't know. It's just, there's something about it. It's just off. Like, yeah. whereas Harrison Ford walks into the movie a movie star. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and that's what he does again in this one. And that's what I was trying to say earlier is that a lot of time goes by before Han and Chewie even show up, and you're not looking at your watch going, when, when's right. that going to happen? Like, I just found the <laughs> whole thing to be delightful. Yeah, I did too. Like, was... really good casting of all those new people. Like, there wasn't one that I was like, I don't want to see that one in more movies or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know? I, just I wanted more Max von Sydow. How, why would, why would Poe's jacket fall off in the crash? It was already off. What do you mean it was already off? He got hot in there? And he just laid it down inside the TIE fighter? You really then, stepped in it now, Doug. And then, <laughs> and then Finn scoops it up because he needs a jacket to walk through the desert? <laughs> Can you let me finish my point, front row? Hey, deserts are cold at night, Doug. Or what whatever. Did, we, did they ever talk about what ate the TIE fighter and then blew up? The TIE fighter that rises seems up to get eaten and then it blows up. I thought it Exploding just went. In, I just thought it went into quicksand and then it all just splashed up at the end, like his no, flourish. No, it blows up. It's it's somewhat inexplicable. I don't care, but it, it was like you care a little bit. Somebody's got an opinion back there. What is it? The sinking pits that Ray warned BB-8 about. Yeah, and the ex and is it the sinking? But he thinks there's an explosion at the end. Is it? Oh, it explodes because it's full of it's entirely under sand. You know how when things are under, like when you bury someone who's dead, yeah, they explode. <laughs> like when you accidentally leave your keys in the sand, like you're building the sand castle, you drop your car keys in. It's like, okay, just wait for them to explode. I don't, I'm fine. Car keys aren't filled with oxygen. I'm, I'm, well, neither are TIE fighters, considering there's no oxygen in space. <laughs> No, that's great. I just can't believe that you're so stupid. 
even if it Actually, was just... Actually, arcades are filled with oxygen. If it was just... <laughs> if it was just movies set in space, which one was the funniest this last year? The Martian would not win. <laughs> no. <laughs> there were funnier space movies yeah. than Martian. I thought The Martian was great. It was fun, but it's not like a comedy. That's crazy. It's really weird. It's so, so sneaky. It's so sneaky. Yeah. It's so sneaky. Well, yeah, there were no musicals. Uh, but when there is one, it gets nominated in that category. It has to be pretty shitty to not make the cut best comedy or musical. Uh, but let's I'm play. I'm alone on Mars. <laughs> Will anyone return? All right, in that case, we're playing Doug Loves Musicals. Just shout out the answer as soon as you know the name of this movie musical. I'm just going to name songs from one film. And as soon as you think you know it, just and you can guess as many times as you want, first one to get it right wins. What movie musical has these songs in it? 20 fans. 20 Jump Street. <laughs> Sneaking around. These are, mu- these are songs in a musical. Songs in a musical. A movie musical. May or may not be based on a stage musical. Sweeney Todd, Bar- Demon Barber of Fleet Street. I like a full title, but that is not right. <laughs> the next song, Hard Candy Christmas. This is going to be a Disney musical. Well, right. thanks for helping everybody out. High School Musical. <laughs> High School Musical Hard, 2. Hard. Do you think there's a Disney musical with a that song... That takes place over the summer. ...that goes, a little old bitty pissant country place? No. Special Little Whorehouse in Texas. That's Ooh. correct. Ooh. I was going to get it. A beat after you did. Interesting choice of words. I was, that was a stage show. That I was movie has... It. Uh, it actually has Dolly Parton singing, uh, I Will Always Nine, Love two, You. Five, oh. I Will Always Love You, the song from the uh, other movie. No, Whitney stole. And the Bodyguard. Mm-hmm. That's and great. Bodyguard. Tell me about the movie. <laughs> Tell me about the movie. Do and you like the, uh, <laughs> Yes. And then the final uh, song that I was going to read out of all the songs uh, that would have given it away if you didn't figure it out by then was Texas Has a Whorehouse in It. <laughs> and it's the best. <laughs> Texas has a whorehouse in it. Texas has a whorehouse in it. And it's called the State House, am I right? Sorry. Sorry, did I drop a truth bomb? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to set up a truth bomb. Is that really how that song goes, Doug? Texas? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea how it goes, but I bet you I was close. I bet you I ballparked it. Texas got a whorehouse in it. Yeah. Doesn't have to have any more melody than that. Uh, let's play ABCD's Nuts. <laughs> This is a spelling game. Oh, good. Dana gets to start because he won that last game. Then we'll go to Camille. Then we'll go to Matt. We're going to spell out a title and each letter. All you guys got to do is when it's your turn is just name any movie in the history of motion pictures that begins with the letter that you get. And we're going to spell. I feel like it'd be racist if I won this one. Because <laughs> Indians always win. Pakistanis um, always. We, it's usually Indians. We don't even make it there. That's true. So, unpack that one more time. We're going to spell <laughs> The Revenant. Okay. 
So your first letter, Dana, is T. All you got to do is name any movie that begins with letter T. And if you match the movie that I've written down ahead oh, of time. Oh, I see. I get it. Go ahead. Ready? Then you're going to win. But if you can't think of one, you're out. And that does happen to people sometimes. <laughs> uh, can I go? Yeah. Taxi driver. Very good. And keep in mind that the word... Did oh, he get comes, it? That's actually also what I watched today on the plane was The Intern. Did, what kind of long-ass flight were you on? You watched two movies? <laughs> yeah. It was just, it's a six-hour flight. I oh, was in okay. Boston. All right. The intern is different from the internship. Intern is the, the, the De Niro, De Niro one. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's got this new movie, Monkey Dirty Mick Grandpa, Mick. where he loses his internship. Yeah. <laughs> um, H, I'll say... Wait, wait, slow down. Did he get it? <laughs> he just let me say what I wrote down. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> and let me also point out that the, begin, the movies that begin with the, that's a T movie, so you can only use those on T's. So don't, uh, you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> so just for the fun of it, to see if you would say it, I went with The Revenant. Because <laughs> uh, sometimes the person thinks they're being sneaky and, they, and, yeah, uh, and okay. that's funny. All right, so Camille, your letter is H. He Revenant. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I'll say Hoosiers. Did you say Hoosiers? That's a great one. That's a great one. Yeah, very good movie. Uh, I wrote down, I went with High Noon. Okay. Oh, yeah, because yeah, I was at the time. Uh, e is your letter, Matt. Everest. Yeah, did you see that? No. I did. I feel like I get it. I almost said I didn't, and I did. I, I sat through it, but I feel like I didn't see it. It's like, oh, it's really cold up here. We should go down. <laughs> That's like the big spoiler in that one. Uh, I went with every which way but loose. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Philo Bitto. That's Clint's character's name in that movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> in the in the faraway time called the 1970s, Camille, far beyond your comprehension. A young, scrappy actor named Clint Eastwood made a series of jaw-droppingly jaw fantastic orangutan movies. <laughs> the first of which being Every Which Way But Loose. In which, Clyde, any... in which Clyde the orangutan flipped off many people. That was as funny as it got. That was, like, that was when they made me chuckle a little bit because that was a good orangutan. Then they made a sequel. Any which way you can. Mm -hmm. Not to be confused yeah. with Dunstan Checks In or Going Ape. <laughs> what was the one that uh, Joey from Friends had? He Ed. Had... Ed. Ed. E. Eddie? Eddie. 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 No, Eddie was Whoopi Goldberg basketball movie. Ed. It was just Ed was the name of the monkey? Marcel. Not Marcel. <laughs> <laughs> TV watcher. <laughs> Over in the booth. Uh, R is your next letter, Dana. Uh, there's only one movie I can think of. Radio. <laughs> is that the one where they thought they were teaching radio, but, but at radio the end... Radio was teaching them. It turns out at the end. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but not really, because radio's mentally handicapped, and you really can't teach them much. So like, what did you learn from radio? Don't drink out of the hose? Don't touch the stove? Not much, really. He's mentally handicapped. What's he going to teach me? I went with Rio Grande. <laughs> e, Kumail. Um, 
Enter the Dragon. That's a good one. I just to help out my friend uh, uh, director Joe Lynch has a movie out called Everly, oh. and oh, yeah, uh, it's on Netflix now. Fantastic fest. Was it good? Yeah, it's a uh, it's just Salma Hayek uh, just uh, in one space, like her her home, fighting off hundreds of bad guys. The subtitle of Spotlight was Enter the Altar Boy. <laughs> Sorry, did I drop a truth bomb? <laughs> My favorite part of that was how long it took you to get to it after I said, Enter the Dragon. Well, I wanted you to have your full laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't need to, I don't need to eat your laugh. I, you can have it. <laughs> v is the next letter, Matt. Okay, so if, uh, if a movie is like, uh, ba 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 ba, then yeah. I, you. A is the you first letter. It. Yeah, it's got to be A. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Valkyrie. That's oh, a good one. nice. What were you thinking of with that A? A vampire's kiss. Oh, okay. It's not vampire's kiss, is I it? I think it might be, yeah. I, think it, I don't think it has an A. Oh. Is that the one where the, the Germans that are plotting to kill Hitler think they're learning from Valkyrie, but Valkyrie actually <laughs> learns from that? <laughs> I went with Vegas Vacation. Uh, because I'm going to be at the Plaza Hotel in Vegas next Sunday at 4:20. Directed oh. by Steve Kessler, I believe. Yeah, I got he he backed his car into me one time. He's a good egg. <laughs> He's a good guy, Steve Kessler. We were at a kickball game in the, at a park, and he backed his car into me, and I had a dent in my car for about a year because he didn't have insurance, and I and I didn't want my insurance to go up, and so I just had a dent in my car. <laughs> e is the next letter, Dana. I, I really like Steve Kessler. Well, he's a great guy, but um, that's, that's my story about him. That's my interaction with him. Was he cool about it? He was super nice, but he was like, I don't, hey man, I don't have insurance, what should we do? Can I just give you money? And I was just like, oh, I guess so, but I, I, I just dropped it. Yeah. yeah. Never talked to him about it again. Um, because it's, it's me, I would have to go with Escape from the Planet of the Apes. The first and movie because I it's you, I thought if I write Escape from the Planet of the Apes, that's what Dana's going to say, and that would be like cheating. Ah. So I went with Even Cowgirls Get the Blues. Oh, I thought you were going to go right to Escape from New York. Could have done that, too. Yeah, there's always a lot of options. Escape from New York, one of the, one of the five best Ernest Borgnine apocalypse movies. <laughs> what are other ones? The joke was... He was just in the Marty. My, my, fatty. N is your letter. Uh... N? I think yes. I'm going to get it. You N do? Night of the Hunter. Oh, that's oh, a good one, nice too. Nice one. I went with No Country for Old Men. Okay. That yeah. Is, that is a There's a line in Night of the Hunter that a little girl says where she goes, You must be fooling. My name's Pearl. That's no. so twee, it could have been said by Mark Hamill in Star Wars. <laughs> You must be fooling. My name's Pearl. A. Assault on Precinct 13. <laughs> yeah, I wrote Appaloosa. Wow. Why? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I don't know, Kumail, if paying attention is something you're into, but <laughs> most of these movies are westerns today. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Uh, N is the next letter. Data. N? Yeah, N. Uh, Revenant has two N? No. Revenant. Revenant. Did we already go back? Yeah, yeah. Revenant. Right. Um, Night of the Lepus. 
Great Western. Yep. I went with Navajo Joe, starring Burt Reynolds. And finally, do you know what Night of the Lepus is? Yeah. The DeForest Kelly, uh, L-E-P-U-S. It is the DeForest Kelly giant rabbit movie. They're evil giant rabbits. Mm -hmm. You gotta fight. I, I prefer to. I prefer to think they're misunderstood giant rabbits. Yeah, I don't think they're like evil by nature. They're My just... God, they're giant rabbits. <laughs> that's DeForest Kelly. That's a line from that's Bones. Here come the rabbits again. Um, so did you say that I can't do a thing that starts with the? I can. You can if it's the letters T. Okay, so then it is right. So I'm gonna go with the good, the bad, and the ugly. That is correct. A triple V, man, wow. Yes. <laughs> so fucking good at this. I deserve this, I deserve this. That means you're first in our next game. Whose tagline is it anyway? Uh, I'm gonna say a tagline from a motion picture to Kamel, and he's gonna, uh, what happened? What's going on? No, I haven't done the name tags. That's a great idea, producer Ryan. I somehow got distracted by 20 minutes of Star Wars jokes and Night of the Lepus. Uh, let's uh, pick some name tags, you guys. There's a bunch of them out there, and uh, everybody should be playing for somebody. Oh, all right. And uh, just grab one that you like and bring it back to your seat. Ryan also reminded me, because that's when we go to commercial. We'll be right back. Today's episode is also brought to you in part by CISO. We've been talking about it on the show. CISO is a premium comedy streaming service serving up on-demand 24-7 streaming comedy anytime, anywhere. It's specially curated for the comedy connoisseur with original series, quotable classics, next day, late night, stand-up specials, and more for only $3.99 per month. Just $3.99 per month. They've got countless hours of premium HD comedy like the entire Monty Python library, including Holy Grail, Life of Brian, and The Flying Circus. Totally remastered into HD for the first time. The full Kids in the Hall catalog, also entirely remastered into HD for the first time. Classic SNL from the 80s and so much more. New comedy is added every week. Try it now for free or start as a guest. No credit card needed. CISO also has never before seen new originals like the UCB show, a weekly variety sketch showcase from the original founders of the Upright Citizens Brigade and the Cyanide and Happiness show, new animated series based on the wildly successful webcomic. Try it now. Go to CISO.com and stream for free today. No credit card needed. Back to the show. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. 
Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at squeezed.com. We're back. It's all mine. Who are you playing for, Dana? I'm playing for Joanne, whose film is uh, Joanne Who Fell to Earth. Aww. Aww. Wow, that is... What? And is that why you picked, <laughs> is that why you picked it? Yeah. David Bowie tribute? Sure. Okay. Uh, Kumail? Rage Hellraiser. <laughs> That's the spoiler lady. Demon to some, angel to others. I think we've seen both sides today. Sure. So Rachel, I assume, is her name. Rochelle. Rochelle? So sorry. I think you're saying it's, it wrong. It's Hel- Rachel. And it's actually, it's, it's Rochelle Razer. Rochelle Razer. And who are you playing for, Matt? Uh, grumpy old Tom, because he put the M&Ms on the bottom that I'm going to eat. You get a box of M&Ms for your yeah, trouble. There you go. It's only fair. Did he put a shit on the back? He sure did. So save those for later, fellas. Yep. All right. Uh, let's get back into the gameplay. Thank you for uh, straightening that out, and thank you to everybody for bringing name tags. I'm, I'm surprised that nobody in the audience told me how come you haven't picked name tags yet. That's very, very disciplined of you, yes. I like that about you. I'm pleasantly surprised by it, but uh, I'm glad we picked name tags. Because it's about to start getting real now. We're playing the movie or the character? We're playing whose tagline is it anyway? You just name the movie after I say to you directly. If Kumail doesn't get it, then it'll move over to to Dana. You guys all right? You guys okay? Is everything all right? We're going to crawl all the way up Everest. (laughs) Did you see Everest? Is this the poster tagline or the line in the film? This is the poster. Uh, uh, either the poster or just use you know IMD, IMDb list taglines okay. and so sometimes there's multiple ones and some are so you know just nail on the head that right. I wouldn't I wouldn't use that or hope not to but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but we're going to start with uh, Kumail, and then we'll come to you, Dana. Kumail, what movie had the tagline? A comedy about life, liberty, and the pursuit of two ex presidents. <laughs> and the pursuit of two ex-presidents. Yeah, that's really pretty specific for a tagline. It is. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Hell no. I, I think I might be in that movie. <laughs> what movies have you been in? <laughs> All right, Name so, the first one that so comes. I'll say, I'll say, no, I'll say, Baba Hotep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can we so, try to poach? No. Well, no. Now, now Dana gets a shot is at it. it. My fellow Americans. That is correct. I'm in that movie. <laughs> Dana's in it. Uh, Dana plays um, sandwich delivery guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 more specifically, it says uh, sandwich guy at book convention. Mm-hmm. But I hung out with Jack so Lemmon for four days. Like there might have been sandwich guys in other sequences, yeah, and you want to be clear. The, the one at the book the convention. The film is a bukkake of sandwich guys. <laughs> what was Jack Lemmon like? Jack Lemmon was a fucking delight, and oh, I'll tell really? you, really, I hung out with Jack Lemmon and James Garner because it was just the three of us in the scene, and forever to shoot because there's a lot of coverage. We were there for four days, and then you know maybe two months after the I wrapped, I'm on Robertson Boulevard, and we I was just with him all day, every day for four days, and then. Uh, 
like two days, uh, two months later, whatever, I'm on Robertson Boulevard by the Newsroom Cafe, and I hear, bang, and I turn, and there's a Bentley next to me, and Jack Lemmon's in it, and he's waving. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it's like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. Wow. Hello, love. Burt Lancaster winked at me once. Did he? <laughs> All right. Uh, Matt gets the next one, and then uh, if he can't answer it, then it moves to Kumail. And Matt, what movie has the tagline? A comedy about taking it one step at a time. Spotlight. <laughs> I love these. I love the. I love any any of these movies that starts with a comedy. Whatever you know, like well, we better tell tell people that it's a comedy. A comedy about a man cultivating his own shit on the on the surface of Mars. <laughs> when you think about a guy abandoned on Mars, you immediately go, "How does he use his own shit?" <laughs> Uh, comedy so about taking it one step at a time. Hmm. The walkabout's not a comedy. Oh. <laughs> the most gorgeous woman on earth. Hmm. Jenny Agater. Fuck, what was it going to be about? A baby? One step at a time? Someone in rehab? <laughs> That's what I thought. I figured rehab one comedy. Step. Rehab comedy. <laughs> I thought it was that Stephen Hawking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Truth bomb. Uh, you got anything, Matt? Sorry, man. Sorry, man. I don't know. What do you got, Matt? I don't know. I don't know. Well, you can, do you, can, do you can just give up. I give up. Okay. Kumail? Uh, is it, it's not permanent midnight. No. <laughs> Dana? A comedy about taking it one step at a time. Mm -hmm. Groundhog Day? No. No, not Groundhog Day. What about Bob? No. <laughs> let, me, let me just beat you to it. It's not lost in translation either. No, I was saying because What About Bob has that baby steps thing. Mm -hmm. and I thought that might uh, no, it's a movie that Kumail was in called Life As We Know It. <laughs> Life As We Know It. And that tagline. I don't know that movie. What's yeah, the He plays to... sandwich guy at pregnancy store. Is that, is, is that the pregnancy Zach store? The <laughs> Zach in that movie? Is that that one? Zach? Is that the Zach in the mental institution movie? No, no, no. This is a movie. Catherine Heigl and Josh Duhamel get a baby. And I'm a Josh Duhamel's co-worker, and I try not to think about it often. <laughs> it's a I hear that so these aren't all good, popular I hear movies. that Catherine Heigl's just a delight. <laughs> I... I she, she's not, I mean, I don't know her. She's no Jack Lemmon. We'll start with Matt again. <laughs> uh, that's, it's a good movie. You guys should see it. It's, um, <laughs> it's a good movie. You should see it. Life as we know it. Yeah, I thought you were going to pull the screen now. We're going to watch it right now. Here we go. Watch when, it on you, a plane. When you say something is a good movie, but you end the phrase three octaves higher than you yeah. started the yeah. phrase, that's you a want, really good you won't look anyone really in the good. eye right now. No. I really like good, it. It's a good movie. <laughs> good movie. You have, you have total liar lips. It's a really good movie. It is a good it's movie. A <laughs> it is. Who's seen it? It's good, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> no. They're under oath. You shouldn't ask them that when they're under oath here at Meltdown. Uh, okay, Matt, start us off with this one. Uh, a place where dreams are canceled. A place where dreams are canceled. Oh, 
Is this something I've been in? Is it the TV set? That's correct. It's not a big Rolodex I had to go through. Not a bad so. little movie, though, though, though. I, I like that movie. Um, Is that right. Jake Kasdan, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, let's go to Dana. The reason some animals eat their young. The reason some animals eat their young. Problem child? No, no. <laughs> Kumail. What movies have you been in, Dan? I don't think this one. Matt, do you think you've been in this one? No. <laughs> the reason some, uh, so it's gotta be an evil kid movie. If you were on Jeopardy, would you turn to the other two people for advice? <laughs> what about this would make you, this is nothing like Jeopardy. We yelled at a lady for no reason. This is nothing like Jeopardy. Oh, that was a very good reason. <laughs> the reasons, uh, um, uh, baby's day out. Oh, that's a good guess too. That kid is quite a troublemaker. <laughs> Matt, the reasons animals eat their young. Why do animals eat their young? Because they're hungry. <laughs> the hun- hunger. Just James. cut back on the, the numbers again. Fifty now, Shades of Black. Can I guess again? Sure. Just to see. Is it uh, Dennis the Menace? No. Uh, that would be, all, most of your answers, that tagline would be a little harsh. I think it's harsh in general, but at least the title is not the name of a person that should be eaten. Uh, I don't think this is it, but that would be a great tagline for the Gummy Bears movie. It's, um, <laughs> it's a movie that you're in, Dana, called Father's Day. That was the tagline? Of the yeah, movie? Father's Day had that tagline with Robin Williams and uh, Billy yeah. Crystal, and Dana played. Uh, Another food delivery person. A uh, room service waiter. Thank you. <laughs> the late, great Robin Williams. Is that known as when you're in, when you're big skills? No, that was honestly the reason I got in that movie was because uh, Robin was bored and he wanted someone to hang out with. <laughs> so, <laughs> want to play a room service waiter? Sure. <laughs> yeah, he always all of his movies have sprinkled with like you just when you're watching him, you know, like Dan yeah. Spencer. Yeah, you, just, exactly. you, you know these guys that are just like yeah. you know, friend, friends I'm of Robin's. I'm at Warner Brothers and I'm really bored. Okay, I'll come over and play a room service waiter. <laughs> all right, where are we at now? We're back at uh, uh, Mad again, I think. Uh, a comedy about the journey between popping the question and tying the knot. Spotlight. <laughs> Just me? Huh? Because we're starting, you know, uh, I thought he went first in these last Journey rounds. Journey of- between popping the question and tying the knot. Uh, Sounds like Kumail's anxious to participate in this one. Nah. Go ahead, Kumail. <laughs> Go uh, ahead. What is it, Camille? Five-year engagement. That's correct. <laughs> and finally, Dana, what movie has the tagline, Life made him tough, love made him strong, music made him hard. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, you uh, do. Clearly, wrote hard. Not wrote hard. No, no, no. no, 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 no. no. You're wrong. You're, You're wrong. wrong. Come on. Camille. Walk hard. Full title, full title. The Walk Hard, the story of Dewey Cox. Wrong! Matt Messer. The Dewey Cox story. That's correct. <laughs> I hope you're happy with that. Is that a noble victory? 
Was that an honorable victory? <laughs> but wait a minute. Do you feel like you deserve hey, I that? I do. It's not my rules. I didn't invent Jeopardy. I knew what I was saying. I knew what I was saying. And I am in Roadhead. You said Roadhead. No, Roadhead. Roadhead. Okay, let's say you were on Wheel Roadhead. of Fortune when you turned to the 200. person next to you. <laughs> hey, you think this has got an O in it? <laughs> you think I should buy a vowel? Another Jake Caston movie, right? Well, he's the only one who employs me, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's a hilarious... That's one of those movies that's on cable. I'll just watch yeah, the shit out funny. of it. Yeah, underrated yeah. movie, folks. You know what's another underrated movie? is uh, Life As We Know It. Do you guys <laughs> go on iTunes? Uh, Let's play Reverse Leonard Malton. Father's Day directed by Jason Reitman's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a nice man? Oh, Jason? he's the director no, of I Evolution. Like Jason's lovely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of question is that on a, on a, on a recorded podcast? <laughs> is he nice? Well, I asked about Jack Lemmon. Yeah. And but then his voice goes up, and he's, he's a victim of his own thing that he pointed Everyone's out. great. He's great! Everyone's awesome. <laughs> oh, I, can't, guy. I can't believe how awesome everyone is. Everyone is awesome. <laughs> All right. I can't believe how afraid I am that no one will hire me. Dana, I don't think you've played Reverse Malton before. It's like the old Leonard Malton game, but the idea is I tell you the name of the movie first, and everybody knows what movie it is, and then everybody has to bid on uh, how many names they think they can name uh, from the ones that Leonard listed in, uh, oh, in, I see. in okay. the Leonard Malton app. And uh, as soon as Jamal puts away IMDB like page, we like can start. <laughs> Yeah. And then Reverse Malton came like a motherfucker and got out of there. <laughs> so we'll start with Matt, and then we'll go to Kamel, and Matt gets to pick from three movies. Which one of these movies do you think you know the most actors from, Matt? Even if it's just one or two actors. Uh, a Clockwork Orange? The Apple Dumpling Gang? <laughs> or, or Herbie Goes Bananas? <laughs> I'm just gonna say Apple Dumpling Gang. Okay. I know Kamel All know. right. Oh, yeah. It's from 1975, and uh, Leonard <laughs> Leonard lists seven names. So, how many names do you think you can name from this film, Matt Besser? Uh, I'm gonna say two. Okay. He says he can name two, Kumail. So you're basically probably just need to challenge him. Uh, I'm assuming. And uh, do you really think he can name two? Well, like, he might, he might right. screw it up. I don't know. Oh, he has to name them in order? No, just any two, but it's got to be two from the seven that Leonard lists. All right, go for it. He says go for it. Uh, Don Knotts, Tim Conway? No, <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> nice sweet spot. I know nothing about that movie. Bill Bixby, Slim Pickens. Buddy Hackett in that one? Harry Morgan. Nobody Hackett in that one. But I could I could take that out of the uh, the old Apple Dumpling Gang. <laughs> so, the, uh, so, and then the sequel, the Apple Dumpling Gang rides again. Mm -hmm. So that means that uh, Matt has uh, one point. We're playing to two points, and we'll start with Dana and then go to. Kumail. What about the tagline stuff? Did we get any points for that? Uh, the person that won the tagline game uh, got to go first in the next game. Okay, copy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happened. <laughs> I'm not in charge. 
Which one of these, Dana Gould, do you think you know the most uh, actors and actresses from? The Hunger? Whoa. All right. Um, the Game? Or The Hunger Games? <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, hang on one second. Um, be right over here if you need me. I'm going to go with The Hunger Games. Oh, that was fast. All right, now let me tell you how many Leonard lists. Uh, he comes up with a whopping 14 names. How many of those do you think you can come up with, Dana? Three. That is that's a very strong opening bid, but Kumail was certainly alive when this movie came out. <laughs> so what do you think, Kumail? I'll say five. Five names, Matt Besser. Do it. Do it. Okay. If you don't do it, Matt's our winner today, but if you succeed, you'll have a point. Okay. Any Gen five from the 14 that I'm looking at? Jennifer Lawrence. No. <laughs> um, Liam Hemsworth. Say, fi say five names, and then I'll tell you if you're right or not. The Tooch. That's Stanley Tucci. <laughs> yeah, please stay away from uh, nicknames. <laughs> Okay. The Tooch. Um, uh, uh, Elizabeth Banks. The Liz. One more. Um, I will say Glenn Close. You missed the two most obvious names outside of Jennifer Lawrence. I'm impressed. What's this Glenn Close bullshit? I don't know, dude. She's not in she's it. Not in it. No, she's not in it? No, she's not. Philip Seymour Hoffman, right? Philip, but he's Woody Harrelson. No, the Hunger Woody Games, Donald you guys. Sutherland? The first one. I don't think he's. I don't. I, Woody Harrelson is. is and Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. Of course, he's in all of them. Donald Sutherland. Oh he's Detective yeah. Snow. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> the Sutherland. No, that's. I was just kidding around. He's Grand Moff Snow. <laughs> Uh, Simon Bar McEvil. You know, Lenny Kravitz, Wes Bentley. Lenny Kravitz? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he he's the stylist pants. guy that helps her look called yeah. stylist. Have you seen his dong fall yeah. out on YouTube? It's pretty impressive. Have I yeah. stopped seeing his <laughs> All right, well, uh, Matt won on that game uh, quite handily. Were the other four done? Were the other four time. listed on there? Were all what? the other four listed on the 14? What other four? What do you mean? The Tooch was the Tooch. tooch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were right on everything. I just didn't know where Glenn Close came from. <laughs> She's in Guardians of the Galaxy. I am thinking of Snowpiercer. <laughs> no, is she in that? No. I'm thinking of Tilda. I'm yeah, thinking of uh, Tilda Swinton. Is I'm seeing a face, and she looks like the rich people in Hunger Games, and it's Glenn Close's face. Snowpiercer and The Martian would be good. Science fiction movies are people are reading bugs and or poop. <laughs> Or, oh, this would be a spoiler for Snowpiercer. We'll keep going. A snow, you're worried about a Snowpiercer spoiler? I can't believe that you give something away from Snowpiercer. That's I will crazy. say, genuinely, legitimately, I'm very disappointed in myself right now. Why is that? Because I wanted to get, the, I wanted to win. Well, Matt's our winner today. Yeah, but I know, I didn't win. All right. <laughs> but uh, Tom, come get your uh, prizes and... Uh, Matt, take those M&Ms off of there because he probably wants his sign back. Oh, you're in the front row. There you go. Wait, we don't keep that? You want your sign back? It's negotiable. Do you want to keep, <laughs> you keep yours? Oh. 
You can have it back. Yeah, what, can what do you want to do? What do you want? Give me Rochelle's name tag back because I got to read the shithead on the back at the end. And same with uh, Dana's down there. Just pass it over here to me. Very good. Dana Gould, what have you got to plug, buddy? Oh, uh, my uh, podcast, The Dana Gould Hour, is uh, around and I do a lot of shit. <laughs> right on. A lot of crap. And, uh, I'll be at Sketchfest later this month. I'll be at the Wheeler Opera House in Aspen, Colorado, and uh, some other month. Maybe, maybe March or February. February. Dana Gould, the last to know his own schedule. I have a lot of stuff. I have a lot of pies in the oven. He doesn't have to have that stuff in his brain. I have a lot you of pies in the oven. You things to worry about. I have, um, I have kids. I can't be concerned about What my movie? You're going to go see Goosebumps tonight, right? Well, it's, uh, it's their choice. Whatever. We're, what do the kids want to see? Uh, my, uh, my oldest wants to see Goosebumps. Just in time for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> Take the kids to Goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> Kumail Nanjani, what do you got to plug, buddy? Um, I'll say uh, Silicon Valley comes back April 24th. Uh, the new X-Files season starts uh, January 24th, and I'm in the third episode. The very, oh, yeah, you saw it last night. And you're co-hosting the Independent Spirit Awards on oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, IFC on February 27th. Okay. Nice. <laughs> it is live on February twenty seven. You got to you got to have IFC. Yeah, me and Kate McKinnon are hosting it. Yeah, she's very funny. Very excited. She's yeah. I I like you better than her to be honest, but uh, I told her the opposite. Uh, Matt Besser, what do you got to plug? I think I'm at Sketchfest too this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So okay. go to Sketchfest and look for shows that they might be doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, my, my special we mentioned earlier, uh, Besser Breaks the Record, my stand-up special on CISO.com. It's the comedy nerd platform. Thank you. There's one CISO, say so. If you see something, so something. You can get it on no, that? No, I said you should get it on Roku. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. It's not my <laughs> platform. <laughs> she gets real chatty with the guests. I gotta, gotta do something about that. <laughs> Uh, let's play one more round of Reverse Malt for fun and so that Kumail can feel better about himself. Lenny Kravitz! <laughs> Donald fucking Sutherland! Woody the movie Nelson. is Anaconda. I can name Lenny Kravitz. John Voight. We'll start oh, with you again, Danny. About his giant penis. Jennifer Lopez. What's uh, happening? Eric, uh, Eric, uh, Eric... Oh yeah, Eric uh, Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. It's basically a remake of <laughs> Creature from the Black Lagoon. I saw Anaconda. Oh, yeah, is it, um, who's in it? Um, oh. Wait, you guys are talking about Anaconda? Yeah. I saw Anaconda, and there was this really sweet uh, family uh, father and his kid in front of us, and every time the snake would come on, the father would cover his kid's eyes, and the whole thing, he'd just go, Mira la Anaconda, Mira la Anaconda! What does that mean? I want to see the Anaconda. Let me see the fucking reason I came to the that's movie. In Dothra that's in Dothraki. What, a just, what an awful thing for a child to be screaming. Yeah. Let me see the anaconda. That happens in Spotlight. That happens in Spotlight. My anaconda don't want Too soon. Unless it's got buns. Hun. I'm going to let Kumail pick this time so, okay. so he can get something, you know, in his wheelhouse. Pick between these three movies. This is a, uh, a builder title, mashup title. Uh, <laughs> um, let me say it right. Meet Joe Black, Dynamitey Ducks. So it's Meet Joe Black, Black Dynamite, 
and the Mighty Ducks. Which one of those <laughs> would you like to play, Kumail? Meet Joe Black. Okay, Leonard lists seven names. How many can you name? I'll say two. He's going for two, Dana. Um, from Meet Joe Black from 1998. Yeah, I know the film. I know the same two people. <laughs> Glenn Close. <laughs> <laughs> what movie is and it? And a rabbit. Um, uh, I'm gonna. Well, I'll let you go. Go oh, ahead. Me? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, you thank need to win. you. Brad Pitt and Claire Forlani. Oh no, that's not the name. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> but the other name is Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins, of course. Yeah. Jake Weber, Marsha Gay Hardon, uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Tambor. And uh, someone named David S. Howard. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, there you go. See, you can do it. You can win. You're good at it. This feels worse. buddy. We gave. We just gave you a participant trophy. Yeah, you got an, you got pat, an award pat, award. Pat on the head. I don't want this. <laughs> you want to spell something? <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to throw some donuts at the crowd? Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, we Emma, still got a minute. Let's throw some donuts at everybody. Emma, Emma Arnold said she injured somebody with a, uh, with a drone. Yeah, yeah, in Seattle yesterday, uh, somebody brought a drone as their name tag and uh, it went all over the place. There you go. Oh, these look like good throwing donuts because they're just, like, they're just like plain. <laughs> but you gotta try overhand, Matt. Try this an overhand. Bad, right? I think this, this is really, a bad really idea. This is a bad idea. idea. <laughs> if you're throwing them at the exact same spot. Whoa. Oh! <laughs> oh, they're crazy. Oh, I'm sorry. It slipped. It slipped. I'm sorry. Guys, they're gonna have to clean this up. <laughs> no, they're gonna catch them and eat them, Kumail. <laughs> You don't want to throw it, Camille? No. It feels like Hunger Games. You can't even tell. This is how you hire firemen. I'll eat that donut in tribute. Oh, I get to do the last one? Yes. The Tooch. Excited. Love the Tooch. Love when, when is he ever bad? Oh, I like that. Oh, and then she smushed it. And she made that donut her What is bitch. that? More to throw. Oh, and they're throwing donuts back. <laughs> they made these smaller Oh, somehow. donuts! Let's throw some donuts they at have them. Babies. <laughs> these just look like the same donuts, but now we're giants. <laughs> Matt Besser sprayed the crowd <laughs> with donuts. With donuts. <laughs> with glaze. Spotlight. Well, great job, everybody. Watch, watch Matt on CISO, because I say so. Oh, oh, donut flying in. Oh. Shit just got ugly. Uh, I got a plug. Where am I going to be? Oh, I'm going to be in Rosemont, Illinois at Zany's on Cinco de Mayo. It's my third or fourth annual Cinco de Mayo show at Rosemont, Illinois. DouglasMovies.com. And thanks once again to my guests, Dana Gould, Kumail Nanjani, and Matt Besser.
really wide range of uh, opinions or uh, statements here with the shitheads. Uh, as always, <laughs> the person who left their clothes in a communal dryer for over two hours is a shithead. Yeah. yeah. Here's one that might be a little bit more important to people, though. <laughs> the GOP party is a shithead. <laughs> Today's episode was, of course, brought to you in part by Children's Hospital, Fridays at 11 on Adult Swim. They take you deep inside the heart and bowels of TV's most celebrated hospital for children, Children's Hospital, where malpractice makes perfect, where every surgery is a party, and every party has a 50-50 chance of recovery, where complex and often unnecessary procedures are performed by the best-looking doctors money can buy, with a cast that includes past and future Doug Loves movies guests Rob Cordry, Rob Hubel, Ken Marino, and then some other people that haven't been on my show like Lake Bell and Aaron Hayes and Henry Winkler. Yes, Henry Winkler. When it comes to hospital comedy, Adult Swim has you covered up to 80% if you stay in plan. Watch Children's Hospital Fridays at 11 on Adult Swim. Another talkie, eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky, there's no room.